Well, hello, lovely listeners. And uh, today it's going to be just me. And I want to talk about something that is referred to as network feedback loop. And what does that mean? So this is basically all about how we show up in the world and how we experience the world with the people in our world, whether that's close relationships or people we just meet um, through work or casual acquaintances or whatever. And your environment has an agreement with you. And what I mean by that is, however you've shown up in the world up to this point has trained people and, you know, how you've shown up with your relationships, how you've shown up in conversations, how you've shown up in your behaviours, that has um, basically created a framework, if you like, an agreement between you and that other person And that other person sees how you've shown up in the past. And that's what they gauge how they interact with you on. We'll do it. You know, it's it's really easy when you first meet somebody in the first few seconds, you've you reckon you've nailed it, don't you? You you know, in those first few seconds of exchange, um, depending on their energy, depending on what they say. whether you are, uh, you know, whether whether you feel a synergy with them, whether they've got an aura you don't like, um, maybe they did an inappropriate joke out of nervousness and all these things, and we've made our judgments in those first few seconds. So that's with strangers. And then with the people that are in our life, you know, our family, our friends, our intimate partners and all of that, um, obviously we've shown up in in different ways over over the years. And that has given our people in our world a framework to judge us on and to know what to expect, if you like. And and this was very true for me. Um, I used to get really annoyed. My sister and her husband, they would talk about me as a sort of 18-year-old or a 16-year-old, and they would refer back to things um, you know, about how I used to behave or what I used to believe in or what I used to say or whatever. And this was like years and years later. I'm talking about only a few years ago. And I used to be like, come on, guys, I've changed. You know, I'm different. I've evolved. I've done lots of things. I've done lots of personal growth. That isn't who I am anymore. Yes, there are elements of of me that that is me that's never going to change. Um, but yeah, so, you know, a lot of us do get pissed off when people don't see how we have changed, how we have evolved. Um, and really it's not, um, it's not, you know, our, our, the people in our world's fault, you know, they, we didn't enroll them properly. We just expected them to see the change, feel the change and accept it and think everything's tickety boo. But of course it's not as simple as that. Um, so, yeah, so in terms of if if you're somebody that's, you know, been evolving, certainly over the last bloody three years, you know, with all the, the crap that's been going on, there's been a lot of change in a lot of people, some for the good, some for the bad. Um, it's highlighted a lot of differences, but it's really made this kind of conversation even more prevalent because if you don't enroll the people that you care about, into the new version of you, whatever that is, with a good 
explanation and create good awareness and understanding, then you are going to keep getting pissed off with the fact that they keep treating you like you were two years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, whatever it is. You know, when we first meet people, we do subconsciously, um, and it is very subconsciously, look for similar systems, you know, people that are like us, similar stories, similar traits, maybe even look similar, who knows? But um, yeah, we can resonate with people when there's common ground. And that really um, sort of marks the people that we become friendly with versus the people that we choose not to. Um, And you pick up subtle things like, you know, what they like, the clothes, whether that person seems to get you uh, and all of that. And so you're training your environment, you're training those relationships from from the moment you meet someone, pure and simple. And whether you know that consciously or not, you are creating the context for the next time that that person meets you. Um, So my point on this uh, very short podcast is to appreciate that people aren't up to speed with where you're at if you haven't enrolled them properly, if you haven't had that conversation with them and said, you know, I've been doing a lot of work on myself. Um, I wanted to improve this. I wanted to change that. I wanted to have a breakthrough in there, you know, and all of these things. And then people will start to understand what you mean by you've changed. Um, And then they can try and resonate with with what you're trying to achieve or what you've achieved and and where you're going Um, or not. And if they don't, then, you know, sometimes those relationships depending on who it is, um, might fade away in time as you continue to evolve and change on a personal level. So, and and what happens very often is when people feel misunderstood, when people are on, you know, when are, are evolving through growth, personal growth, spiritual growth, whatever it is, and the people around them don't understand, don't get it, still keep treating them like, you know, a 10-year-old or an 18-year-old or 21-year-old or whatever it is, then they get pissed off and they basically decide to go find themselves somewhere else. That could be in travelling. That could be working in, um, you know, is it a kibbutz? This is back in my day. Uh, I'm sure they still exist, but yeah, going and and working, volunteering somewhere or changing cities or getting a different job or trying to find your tribe somewhere else. And this, albeit can be beneficial, um, if if, if, if you go and do that, if you go and move to a different country or go traveling or whatever, then and you haven't realized that you need to enroll the people in your world the way that I've just described, then you'll end up creating the same um, environment. You'll you'll end up uh, creating the same stories and you'll end up in the same position. Um, And so when you're doing this work and you're evolving, it's always great to do. um, So I do this work with Guy and Alain Ferdman of Satori Prime and they've got some fantastic coaching programs and their level one program um, it encourages people to do interviews with the people in their world and that's 
you know, people that you're close to, but also maybe people that you're not so close to. And um, it's the same set of five questions. And it's basically getting feedback from other people in terms of your strengths and weaknesses, what, what you can be relied on, what you can't be relied on, and anything else that they have never had the opportunity to say to you. And this can be a, a massive light bulb moment, depending on how the conversations go with different people, because um, you would expect there to be similarities come out from the different interviews you do with different people. There might be some uh, things that you weren't aware of, because obviously another person's perspective about you can be very different to your own perspective. Um, and so, yeah, it can be a, a massive awareness exercise in terms of how you are perceived and then you take you take that information and you do what you want with it. You might want to change as a result of the feedback you get. You might not want to. You know, the feedback that you're getting in terms of what somebody might see as a negative, you might actually see as a positive. But it's real-time uh, feedback. And it's feedback from different sources, different people that know you in different ways which is hugely powerful, hugely informative and can allow you to, you know, twist and turn in terms of, of the work that you're doing on yourself um, in a much more positive way. Um, just wondering if there's anything else that I wanted to share. Yeah, I think another there's another couple of good things that you can do. One is... Um, when you're having these conversations with the people in your life and um, perhaps you've got relationships that aren't exactly perfect right now, if you take the full responsibility for that relationship, um, and what I mean by that is most of us believe that relationships should be 50-50. And that's what gets us all into trouble because if somebody's pissed us off and we were living on the 50-50 rule, then it's up to them to apologize to us first and if they don't then we're not going to speak to them and this is how people can go on for years and years and not speak and it's all because of the person's need to be right you feel indignant you feel justified we've all been there we all want to be right um but to what gain you know and I used to say this uh, a lot to my ex would you rather be right or would you rather be happy? And it's really lonely at the top of the right tree. And it is because so what? Yeah, you were right. Well done. Now what? You've made me feel like shit. You've made that person feel like shit just in your quest for being right. And so, you know, the saying I've said for the last few years is, would you rather be right or would you rather be happy? And it, it goes against our egos and how we've grown up and what seems to be the norm for us, but it isn't serving most people most of the time because being right is a self-sanctimonious uh, action anyway. Uh, all it does is get people's defences up. All it does is create barriers and um, all it does is create bigger gaps in in terms of those relationships that you want you want that you know those relationships that you do want to have more uh interaction with more love with more intimacy with more you know memories with um so yeah so when you start to think okay so i'm a hundred percent responsible 
in all of my relationships, the relationships that you care about, what does that look like? Well, it could look like you go um, and you say to that person that you'd like to have a conversation and you start that conversation with, hey, Claire, let's say, for example, I just want to tell you I've been a complete asshole and here's why. And as difficult as that might feel that you could do with somebody, especially if you've got a relationship where you actually do feel like you were right in lots of things that you said. But what it does is it completely sets up a different space for that conversation to then happen. And when you take full responsibility, and we are all assholes, by the way, every single one of us, um, when you take responsibility for how you were an asshole in that particular relationship or in the particular situation that you want to highlight in this conversation, then the other person's defences drop and they lean forward and they're like, yeah, you were an asshole and I want to hear why you think you were an asshole. And they're all ears. And so you can have this um, captive audience that doesn't have their defences up, that will listen to you. And when you share from that space and you, you're taking full control and full responsibility, showing up with integrity, then guess what? The other person that you're talking to, because you're being vulnerable and you're owning your shit, the other person, nine and a half times out of 10, will do exactly the same back. Because while you're talking and owning your shit, they'll be thinking, yeah, well, I was a prat then and I was a dickhead there and I, yeah, I could have done better there. And, and all of the self-talk that goes on when we have these conversations. And as I say, they will generally reciprocate in the same way and say, do you know what, I've been an asshole too. And then at the end of that conversation, or it may not be the first conversation, it might need two or three. Guess what? You're in such a better space. There's probably going to be a hug and a kiss at the end of it. You know, there's probably going to be promises of, come on, let's get this show back on the road. Let's, you know, let's grab a drink. Let's go and have a coffee. Let's do this. Let's do that in a much more positive way than the negative shit that you've been thinking about for the last few months where the relationship hasn't been that great and the conversation has stopped. So just some little pointers there that you can um, apply in your own life to really start making changes in the relationships that you want to make the changes in, the relationships that are struggling right now. Um, okay. And do, 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 is there anything else? Yeah, I suppose the, the, other, the other thing um is just to finish on this is this is what i'm talking about is like mindset stuff and personal growth and you know it's it's taking the awareness out of the ego more so and and, and taking responsibility for your shit when and it's absolutely essential you know in terms of the foundations of how we all do our personal growth and and start to develop as as human beings where the real power lies is, you know, when you're feeling in a in a better space, when you're feeling like you're taking responsibility, showing up in integrity, living a better life, living a better version of yourself, um, but you know there's more to go, then that's where the energy um, healing would kick in um, if you were so inclined. And with the energy work that I'm talking about, which I have spoken about previously, it's all about, um, you know, the, the deep healing that we all need. We've all got traumas from our childhood, whether we were physically or sexually abused or not. 
you know, we all felt our needs unmet at some points in our childhood, um, you know, from no fault of our parents, but that's just how it was. And, um, and as a result of that, we've developed parts within us, we've developed patterns, defense mechanisms, um, you know, our strengths and skills were developed from these places as well. And these parts and protectors <clears throat> have been running the show all of our, all of our life. When you become aware of that, you can start to recognize when they're playing out. And, and, and certainly when you're in pattern, especially if it's a defensive pattern, when you start to recognize you're in pattern, the first thing you do is get out of pattern. Um, but on an energy front, when you've got all of the foundations of all of this knowledge, and then you can start to settle into the energy work and know that the only real healing takes place with other people. You can't heal alone. Certainly years of decades of traumas that have been stored in the body. Our body is an amazing tool. It's the most intelligent tool that we have, way more intelligent than the brain. Uh, the brain is just, you know, probably like an old ZX spectrum. If anybody knows what the hell I'm talking about, one of the first computers back in the 80s, I think it was. Um, so, yeah, so the energy, and when, and when you start to, even through meditation, a sim something as simple as meditation, will allow your energy to start to, to shift. Um, and even if you just did that, you know, daily or as often as you could, your energy um, is going to change. And when your energy changes, the energy around you changes. And miracles happen. Sometimes you don't even have to have the responsibility conversation. Sometimes if you're just doing the energy work for yourself, for your own healing, um, miracles happen and people ring you up out of the blue that you haven't spoken to for two years, 10 years, whatever it might be, or you have randomly meet them somewhere in a random location. And, you know, and they say, Oh, I'm so glad I bumped into you. I've been wanting to say this for so long, you know, and all of these other things. Um, and genuinely, you know, I know firsthand of people that this has happened for, and when you your energy changes, your world changes, it's as simple as that. We've all been hearing about it for the last 10, 12 years, when 10, 15 years, whenever it was that the secret was released, um, which is quite a, a uh, dumbed down version of the stuff that I, I love um, and, and know in my heart of hearts, but it's, it's quite a simple way of explaining how energy works and the law of attraction. But it's it's brilliant because it got the message out to millions and millions and millions of people around the world and most people well I say most people a lot of people now talk universe energy all of that sort of stuff which just wasn't a reality a few years ago so yeah I will leave it there um hopefully that was helpful for you if you have any questions about anything I've shared today feel free to drop me a message at mel at melclarkcoaching.com and I'd love to hear from you. Thanks very much, guys. See you on the next one. If you enjoyed that conversation or were inspired in any way, please, please leave me a review on iTunes. It's the best way for other people to find my podcast and be inspired themselves. If you'd like to know more about me and my coaching, you can find me at melclarkcoaching.com, Clark with an E on the end, or email me at mel at melclarkcoaching.com.